Hey everyone, on today's podcast, we're just going to have a little fun. All right. I'm looking back and, you know, we have some fun every once in a while with my, my daughters, but on the solo episodes and the interviews, we just, we're just serious. And today I'm going to have a little fun. We're going to talk about blessings though. We're going to talk about torque. We're going to talk about my dog and we're talking about, um, you know, you might be a felon if, all right, y'all stay tuned. Let's go. Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you, motivate you, and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and, and not be afraid to say, go, go ahead, check my background. My name is Jaden Gum, and this is is background check you already know let's go you can check my background i'm a forgiving felon so tell them that i won't back down now you can bet i won't live in regret it's time to earn some respect you are tuning in to background check hey everybody welcome to background check podcast where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back it should pay you back i'm your host jaden gum and as always it's brought to you by forgiven felons helping people with the past realize their future welcome to another week welcome to another week hey you know one of the things i want to start doing and uh, y'all can hold me accountable if you want but whether you're in prison or out of prison it don't matter just you know if if um i I want to start celebrating birthdays for those of you who have birthdays every month i'm going to start celebrating birthdays and um so all of you who have an august birthday man um happy birthday I know my mother-in-law's is uh, happy uh, August. My good friends Greg and Maria Miller, uh, theirs are the uh, Greg's is the tenth and Maria's is the 29th. But I just want to I want to start singing Happy Birthday. So Happy Birthday to you, Happy Birthday to you, Happy Birthday all you August birthdays, Happy Birthday to you. All right, if you're in prison, uh, get you a honey bun, and some some peanut butter, and. Uh, and, and roll up a little bit of toilet paper into a wick, stick it in a honey bun, pop the pop the the outlet with a razor blade and some pencil lead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That doesn't work. Don't do that. Um, anyway, I mean, celebrate somehow. Blow out the candles. If you're out here in the world, get you a cake, get you something, and celebrate your birthday. Uh, happy birthday to all you August people. Um, listen, I don't know what your week's been like, but it's been a good week for us. Um, crazy, crazy week though. Good week, crazy week. We're preparing for North Texas Giving Day, and this is going to be the biggest event we've ever done. I mean, we did a pretty big event for the documentary premiere, but this is going to be bigger. You know, uh, this is going to have car exhibit, motorcycle uh, clubs are going to be there. We're going to give away a whole, a whole house air conditioner. Haven't even made that full announcement yet on social media. But we're giving away an air conditioner. Freedom Heating and Air, Hector, from Freedom Heating and Air uh, episode. I forgot what episode it was. But he is partnering with Train, and, and we're going to give away. When I say give away, it's going to be a raffle. So you got to buy tickets. They're going to be $10 each, cheap enough for everybody to buy one or two. Hey, listen, last year our winner, Michael DeWitt, for the Riding Lawnmower package, $6,000 worth, uh, he bought one ticket. One ticket. We sold over $8,000 worth of tickets. He bought one for $25. So you can just spend $10. It goes to Forgiven Felons, great cause, resource center. We're looking to get in the building. We're trying to raise 100 k And if we get 100 k that night, the rally, September 22nd, 
uh, from 5.30 to 8 p.m. at Legacy Park at Trinity Church in Cedar Hill. If we get to 100K, I'm going to give my truck away to somebody in need. Now, listen, all these raffles this year, this year it, it ain't no raffle. I'm trying to drive uh, you know, places and, and ship you your your stuff. you got to be present to win. We're going to have food trucks. We're going to have face painting. We may have a bounce house. We're going to have live man. Exodus, Christian rapper, preacher, is going to kick off the, the live music at 530. And then Yuri and Mike, uh, Yuri and Mike music. Uh, you don't want to miss them. They're amazing. Yuri did like 28 years in prison. Uh, and Mike's just an, uh, uh, an amazing guitar player. So but anyway, save that date, y'all, September 22nd. And if you're anywhere near Cedar Hill, which is south of Dallas, uh, on that night, come, come, come eat, come help us raise money. We're trying to get these um, teachers and workshops and all these things we're going to be doing in the Resource Center. We're trying to get them going. And the more money we can raise this year, the better chance we have of getting in, into a building. So help us out. Save the date. All right. I uh, need, to, need to give some shout-outs right here. Demetrius Tucker from the East Texas Treatment Facility. Uh, thank you for your letter. Uh, man, and thank you, Daryl Lohman, for um, for spreading the word. Thank you, Daryl. Keep spreading the word, man. And, um, yeah, Demetrius, man, when you get back here, um, when you're coming to uh, – Oh, wait a minute. Maybe that wasn't you. Oh, yeah, you're coming to this area. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see you when you get here. And thanks for uh, putting our little motto at the end. Go ahead, check my background. I love that. I love that, man. So, yeah, and I told Cherie, uh, or Sherry um, at Cornbread Hustle that uh, that you're going to be coming to check them out when you get here. So thanks for writing us, letting us know you're listening. Thank you, uh, Daryl, for spreading the word. Uh, who we got next? David Bryan at the Hutchins Unit. Uh, you know, you, you just want some information for forgiven felons. That's cool. We can do that. You also want information on cornbread hustle. Uh, they were at your unit. So if you're listening to this on Friday, David, they were at your or unit today, I believe. Um, so hopefully you got a chance to go by. They were going to be there for a job fair and they go there every once in a while for a job fair. So hopefully you were able to get to that. So thank you, David, for writing in, letting us, uh, know how you're doing. Kevin, Kevin, where, Kevin, where are you from? Kevin, the Gib, Gib Lewis unit. Thank you for letting us know Gib Lewis is online. Um, thank you for for sharing your thoughts about our podcast. And thank you for sharing it with everybody there. Um, so hello to the Gib Lewis unit. If you want to, um, by the way, that's Kevin uh, Hartsfield. Uh, and then uh, let's see, Kevin talked about his brother, Daniel. So what's up, Daniel? Hopefully um, you'll hear that in uh You'll be blessed when whenever y'all come online. But uh, listen, guys, thank y'all so much for writing in, letting us know. Let's see. Oh, we got one more. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Who is this? Juan Gonzalez, not the former Ranger and uh, Yankee, but the um, – or no, he didn't play the Yankees. That was A-Rod. Not Juan Gonzalez, the former former Yankee or uh, Ranger, but the um, just the Juan Gonzalez, the, the, T, the guy in TDCJ. Hey man, listen. Thank you for your story, bro. I appreciate your uh, your your transparency, your openness, and uh, I did forward I did forward your um, your fiance's info to uh, to Jennifer, one of our other podcast guests, who y'all have a similar story. So uh, hopefully they will connect soon. So thank you guys for writing in, letting us know you're listening. Hi to all the people that um, 
that listen on a regular basis. Uh, Kyle Unit guys, love you guys, man. Uh, some of y'all should be getting out, I think. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. I think there were a few of you Kyle Unit guys. Hopefully, you guys hold hold these men accountable that said they're going to contact me when they get out, so hopefully they will. But um, thank you guys, all you guys on the inside that are listening, thank you. Um, and to everybody out here on the outside, thank you. Thank you so much. And if you're on the inside and, and uh, you listen and then you get out, let us know. Send me a text. Send me an email. It's on my. It's on the website. Send me a, a text on my cell phone, and send me an email. Let me know that you're out and that you're listening on the outside now. And then maybe we can get your story on. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Today we're just having some fun. You know, when I go into prison and share my story, I um, I talk about my family. I talk about my journey. But the first thing I do is I I introduce my wife, and um, I introduce her as somebody who's never been in trouble before, you know, and which is part of the reason her dad did not want me to marry her. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, grace, grace abounds, um, right there, but you know, she's never been in trouble. In fact, one day she called me and said she got a ticket and she, she was, she was, she usually boasts about the fact that she never gets tickets and she can always talk her way out of them. Um, but she called me one day and she got a ticket and it was in the school zone picking up the girls from school. (laughs) And I said, welcome to the criminal world. And, uh, but anyway, you know, when when I first got out of prison and we started dating, she, um, I would always point people out, you know, like in the car and say that, that car they're driving drunk. She's like, how do you know? I'm like, I'm a master drunk driver. I, I know. And then I'd point other people out and say that, that guy's been to prison. That girl's been to prison. And she's like, how do you know? How do you know? And and I'd be like, all right, we'll see if they have a teardrop tattoo. Um, they've been to prison. If uh, they've got if they've got a star in Texas, uh, if they've got their name uh, on their neck, usually they've been to prison. Um, not always, but sometimes if you see people sleeved out, uh, legs, arms, they've been to prison. And, um, yeah, so I'm giving her all these clues. And so one day we were in Walmart. And I pointed, I pointed to a guy and I said, that dude's been to prison. And she's like, looking. She didn't see a teardrop tattoo. She didn't see any facial markings, no tattoos. And she's just like, she's like, honey, how do you know? I don't see any of the tattoos you told me about. And I said, did you see his eyes when he walked by the ramen noodles? <laughs> they, they started lighting up and he started thinking, man, I could put some chili and cheese and Jack Mac and tuna and, and all this stuff, chips, corn chips put them in a chip bag, pour some hot water from your modified hot pot into that bag. And, uh, yeah, I, I and listen, I'm going to tell some of these jokes. I do a whole bit, but some of the, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming that most of these jokes will translate to any prison. Uh, I'm assuming that all, all prisons everywhere have the soups, the ramen noodles. So, um, you know, so I, I told my wife, I made this, I came up with this list. And I said, you know, kind of like Jeff Foxworthy, you might be a redneck if uh, I got a list of you might be a felon if. So so when people are out in the world and they want to know if the person they're dealing with is a felon, um, this list will help you out. You might be a felon if you uh, go into Starbucks and they say, sir, what kind of coffee would you like? And you say brown bag. Now, that's probably only funny in Texas. In Texas, they have I think they got different ones now, but 
when I was in prison, they had two bags of coffee. One was black bag and one was brown bag. One was Colombian, one was Arabica. Uh, one was freeze-dried, one was spray-dried. They called it gunpowder. And I, I preferred the I preferred the brown bag. And, um, you know, it's you just can't find anything like the, the brown bag gunpowder coffee out here. You know, Starbucks has their little gunpowder coffee, but... Man, it's uh, it's it's it, I miss it. I miss it. So you might be a felon if uh, you might be a felon if you're if you've ever used toilet paper as a pillow. You might be a, a felon if you take your grocery list commissary list uh, to the service desk at Walmart and just say here and then wait, <laughs> thinking thinking your commissary list is going to be picked out by somebody else. But now, man, they got all kinds of stuff now. You can order from your home and have it delivered to you. Uh, you might be a felon if when you hear daylight savings time in October, the first thing you do is you think, all right, more time in the day room. You uh, you might be a felon if if your wife asks you to help make the bed, and the first thing you do is lay your sheet out flat, put your mattress on top, and tie a knot in each end. You might be a felon. You might be a felon if your wife uh, lifts up that mattress and says, hey, what are these clothes doing under here? And you're like, put that down, put that down. I'm ironing, I'm ironing. Uh, I don't know about other states. I know some states, man, have irons in their prison. Some trustee dorms have irons. But uh, for the most part, man, to get those nice crease in your in your, in your your whites or in your uniform, you got to damp them a little bit and then put them under that mattress for a good 24 hours, man, good 24 hours. You might be a, a felon if you um, if you've ever yelled across the house to one of your kids or your wife, "Put some water on that," or "Courtesy flush." <laughs> oh man, you might be a felon if uh, you might be a felon if, in Texas. In Texas, I, I can't speak for other states on this one, but you might be a felon in, in Texas if, when you get out of prison, you show up to church and say, "Where's where do they hand the soap out?" <laughs> little background on that mike barber ministries would go in and uh whenever they'd have a big weekend they would hand out bars of soap and uh, but you got to hit you had to come to church to get soap so you know people were used to getting soap when they go to church so uh let's see what else what else uh you might be a felon if you at home and your your wife is like honey what are the what are the coffee cups doing on the floor and what are the trash bags doing filled with water? <laughs> you might be working out. You might be a felon that's working out. Um, let's see. You might be a felon if if uh, your daughter knows how to take that ramen noodle package and throw it on the floor to break it up. <laughs> oh, man. I am. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? You might be a felon uh, when you get out here and you go stay in a hotel and you see those little hotel soaps and your wife says man these soap the soap is so little <laughs> i'm like no if you don't think those soap are that little then you might be a felon oh man if any of your nightmares at night <laughs> begin with host squad turn out you might be a felon you might be a felon if your wife says honey can you change the channel and you yell channel check i don't know how it is in other states but in texas uh you know most prisons the uh, the remote control was 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 uh, handled by the guards, and so you know they uh, you got to yell channel check, or they come inside and once an hour and say channel check if you want to change it or whatever. Um, 
Let's see. If you've ever done your laundry in a toilet, you might be a felon. <laughs> oh, if you've ever if you've ever been paid to do somebody else's laundry, you might you might be a felon. Funny thing on that. Oh my gosh. So uh, the girls have chores. The girls have chores to do at our house. Uh, Jessa and Jim, a nine and eight year old, they have chores to do. And so part of one of the chores is laundry. And so uh, I hear this conversation going on about how Gemma, the, the younger one, the eight-year-old, doesn't like to do laundry. And and I heard her say, Jessa, I'm just going to pay you to do my laundry. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I had, had this flashback. Uh, had this flashback. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. You know, a couple years ago uh, when COVID hit and everybody was on lockdown, they, they called a lockdown out here. They called a lockdown out here, and, and I was thinking, man, all the felons everywhere, all the felons everywhere are trying to hide stuff because <laughs> lockdown, lockdown meant shakedown. Uh, they were coming to toss your cells. Um, let's see here. If you've ever called, if you've ever called your kids in to vote on a TV show against your wife, you might be a felon. Oh man. That that brings back memories, bad memories in prison, man. Everybody would just vote. We had these day rooms, and you had two TVs, one usually on sports, one usually on movies or something else, and and it was all done by voting, you know. And so groups of people would, you know, even if just one person wanted to watch something, uh, they would they would call like seven or eight of their friends over to vote out the other guy who wanted to watch a different movie or something else. And uh, and then those other seven or eight guys would just leave after they voted, and it was it was so crazy. So crazy, um, but yeah. So if you've ever had to vote against your wife by using your kids, yeah. So anyway, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed those. I hope you guys in other in other states uh, could relate to some of those. Let's see if you've ever. Let me see here. If you've ever, I don't know if y'all have uh, peppermint sticks, but uh, uh, if you've ever, if you can break that peppermint stick. Hit it on your bunk, your metal bunk, and break it into four equal pieces. Now, I was in prison three years. I, I could never master this, but I would watch guys. And really, honestly, it was however many people were in the room that he was sharing with. If there was two people, he would break it, and it would break right in half. If there was three people, he would hit it, and it would break exactly in thirds. If there were four people, he would hit it, and it would break into quarters. And I just could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was crazy. I never could get it done. I never could get it done. Um, let's see. It, if when you first get out and uh, you try to pay the cashier at Walmart and stamps, uh, you might be a felon. All right, I'm done. I'm done. You know, there are benefits to being a felon. There are benefits to being a felon. Uh, you get out of jury duty every time. Every time I get out. They stop sending me stuff because they just know I'm not going to do it because I'm, I'm a convicted felon. So I can vote, but I can't do I can't do jury duty. And uh, I think we would be the honestly when you're talking about a jury of your peers. Okay, if you're being tried for a crime, and you you're saying a jury of your peers are going to be deciding your fate, then it needs to be somebody that's been through what you've been through. And I think that a jury of my peers, if I were on trial for something, a jury of my peers would be alcoholics and addicts. And I want them to I want them to decide my fate, not people that don't understand what I'm going through. Anyway, uh, I almost got uh, serious there for a second. I don't want to get serious. What was I talking about? Uh, benefits of being a felon. 
I don't have to work in the nursery at church on Sunday morning. When they came to me and they're like, they're like, Hey, every dad and mom have to do a rotation in the, in the nursery. And I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, I like my kids, but you know, I don't know if I want to be around a bunch of other kids, uh, <laughs> smelly diapers and all that. And I said, Hey, wait a minute. I said, don't y'all do background checks? Oh yes, sir. We do background checks. We, we don't let anybody work in the, in the nursery without doing back. I said, well, y'all don't let felons work back there. Do you like, no, 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 no. Somebody don't know my story. And I said, all right, well, I'm a convicted felon. So I'm going to disqualify myself, disqualify myself right now. Oh man. Oh, and, and you know, the other benefit to being a felon is when the first person, the first guy that comes to pick one of my daughters up for a date, I feel so sorry for him. I don't know who it is. I feel so sorry for him because I'm going to have so much fun scaring the living crap out of him. I really am. It's going to be fun. So all my prison uh, certificates are going to be hanging on the wall in the foyer, you know. And, um, of course, uh, I don't know what y'all call them in other places, but, you know, here in Texas we call we call uh, certain things um, I-60s. And uh, so when that when that gentleman comes to pick up my kid, my daughter, he's like, sir, I'm, gonna, I'm here to pick up your daughter for, for our date. And I'm like, nope, you're here to fill out an I-60 to request that, and I'll get back to you in about two or three months. So in Texas, that's funny because um, uh, sometimes I-60s, I-60s take forever to get a response. So, But anyway, I hope some of that made you laugh. And listen, if you've never been to prison, uh, you may not get the humor behind some of those. But ask a felon, ask me, and we'll explain it to you. And I'll try to do my best to explain some of them. But, um, but I just it's important for us to laugh. I hope some, I hope some of that uh, encouraged you guys behind bars, but also um, you, know, you, you that are out here. Uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you don't understand one of the jokes, just ask somebody who's been to prison and they'll tell you, especially here in Texas. So, but I did want to, um, speaking of laughing, my dog is ma- has made me laugh really hard this week. So er- all along the way of teaching our dog, you know, he's, he's not even a year old yet. And, and he knows like five, five tricks. He knows, uh, sit, he knows, shake, uh, he knows, lay down and he knows, uh, turn over. It would just start teaching him turnover. But one of the things that he's done that's always impressed me is when he learns a new trick and he knows that he's getting a treat for it, sometimes he will do the trick without even hearing the command. I mean, without even hearing it. He'll just, he'll just sit and then he'll, He'll kind of, we call it high five instead of shake. He'll put his paw up in the air and I haven't even offered him. I haven't even told him to do it. And I haven't even offered him anything for it yet, but he's so, his mind is so used to knowing that he's going to get a blessing. If he obeys my command, he's going to get a blessing if he obeys. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to say, okay, if I do this after he says to do it and I get a treat, what will I get if I do it without even him asking? And, I, and I, I thought that was, I, I've always thought that was really neat, but the last couple of weeks we've been teaching him to turn over and it's been a, it's been one of the hardest tricks to teach him, but he's learning, he's learned it. And now we can just say sit. And we, as soon as we say sit, he already knows at some point he's going to get a treat. So what he does is we try to take him through the whole, we try to take him through the whole gamut of, of, of tricks. So he doesn't ever forget one. You know, sit first and then shake or high five and then lay down and then roll over. 
Well, he knows he's getting the, the treat, the blessing, after I give him the command to roll over, and he rolls over. So now, as soon as we say sit, he just lays flat down and rolls over immediately without even us giving him the command. And and when he did that, I was like, man, that's pretty neat, you know? That's pretty cool. I wonder I wonder if a dog can can be that smart to know that if if he obeys a command that he would normally get, if he goes ahead and does it without being told, without being asked, if he just obeys what he knows that he has to obey to get a blessing, how easier how how much easier should it be for us humans? who serve a good God who wants to always give us treats or blessings and favor, how much easier should it be for us to know that if we obey his commands, okay, uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2 says, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord, all these blessings shall come upon you. So we, if we know that we do these things and obey his commands, that this is blessings are going to come, I wonder 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 how much more blessings we would get if we just if we just obeyed and did the commands without even being asked or told what to do i don't know i just it was really neat i just thought i just thought man what if we what if our prayer was to say god give us give us the ability to do what you need us to do even without you asking us to do it i feel like that's what the holy spirit's for and i feel like the holy spirit gives us wisdom to just act on things we know is the know are the right thing to do. When we start doing the, the right thing, even without being told, I can't I, I can't help but wonder if extra blessings get bestowed upon us for that. You know, and, and whether you're in prison or out of prison, you can practice this. You can practice this. The other thing uh, that was neat um, this week, we got an email. You know, we're in a we're in a new home. We just moved in last November, Thanksgiving. And we're in, a, we're in a brand new construction home. And so we got an email this week from, um, the, uh, uh, I guess, somebody in the, the builder or somewhere, I don't know, said that there was a recall on the electrical panels from the elect- Schneider Electric, uh, said that a batch of electric panels went out. And the email originally said that there's potential loose wire or whatever. And so that, you know, we need to schedule a time for a tech to come out and, uh, and check it and inspect it. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. So we scheduled it. The guy came out today, Friday the 19th. And I said, so tell me, tell me what the problem is. Loose wire? He goes, no, it wasn't a loose wire. He said, in the factory, there's this group of panels that were not, there's two or three screws that were not, screwed with the proper torque and so in in the factory these screws that go in have to be screwed in at at a certain torque that means they have to be tightened to a certain you know tightness level they call it torque so he said that you know there was a group of panels that were not tightened accordingly and and appropriately properly so he said we're having to go back and make sure all those are done because they're good there could be a potential loose wire if these things are not propped properly torqued. And so I just thought, man, that is so good that we got somebody watching over us. Somebody that we can't see, 
somebody, a company that we don't even know, held themselves to such a high standard of accountability and said, even, I mean, even, what is this, what are we, 10 months after the fact, eight months, nine months after the fact that we bought the house and moved in? And they said, you know, we, we did some, we made a mistake and we want to make it right. And we need to go back and correct this at anyone who has the potential to fall into this category. And I just thought, man, you know, that is what an amazing concept, you know, that there's somebody that is out there that has impacted my life, has touched my life in, in, in a certain way with electricity, with a, with a panel. They're providing a service and they held themselves to such a high standard that even nine, 10 months after, after the house has been bought, they want to come back and correct the problem. Now that is a stark difference between what happened here and what happened at our old house. We didn't buy our old house, you know, a new construction, but a few years ago, there was a, um, there was a little surge protector that was installed on our electrical panel on the outside of our house. And one day that thing just spontaneously combusted and caught on fire. And our next door neighbor saw it, called the fire department, called me, and we called an electrician out there. You know, Encore short, shut our shut our stuff off and wouldn't let us turn it back on until we got an electrician out there to check everything. So our friend uh, came over and checked and he said, he said, this company is notorious for these things spontaneously combusting. He said, they're, they're notorious. He said, the fact that they haven't recalled these and taken them all off these, these uh, electrical panels is beyond me, you know? And I just, I just ha- I couldn't help but think of the difference in the quality of service, quality of care, quality of uh, accountability, you know? Uh, that somebody says, hey, these screws are a little loose. They're probably not as tight as they should be. We want to come We want to come check them out. And, you know, they said if we weren't available this week or next week or any of the times the, they said in the next week or two that they wouldn't be able to get to us till 2023. And I just, I just started thinking, like, man, spiritually, how can we, how can we relate that, you know, in, in a spiritual, use it in a spiritual illustration? You know, we kind of do have people. We kind of do have the Holy Spirit. We kind of do have the Word of God who sits back and looks at us and goes, you know, your salvation um, is either brand new or your salvation has been here forever. You've been in relationship with God for a short time or for a long time. We have a Holy Spirit. We have a God. We have a, a Son of God. And we have each other to look out for us and say, hey, uh, just want to say, you know, that, that thing in your life, that thing in your life, you might want to check that. It, it might be, it might be loose. You, you might need to torque it just a couple more clicks. And you can hear when the, when the torque, when they turn it in, it, it clicks. And, uh, you know, I'm so thankful that we serve a God that, that holds us accountable. I'm, I'm thankful that we serve a God that, that, uh, allows us to hold each other accountable. And just and take a look. I mean, I could have easily said, "Hey, man, 
you know, I think we're good. I don't need that. I don't need you to check that. I don't need you all up in my garage. I don't need you turning my power off, inconveniencing me for, you know, 15 minutes. I don't need that. I can look at that and see that I think the, you know, I can even do it myself. I can, I can turn that myself, you know. And and that's how we are sometimes when, when people who are sent by God or put in our life by God, when they look at us and go, hey, um, you know, that, that thing that you have in your life, that club you're going to, that girl you're dating, that boy you're dating, that that movie you like to watch, that music you listen to, that whatever, you know, um, th- there's a spiritual recall on that. And, and, and they're saying that this, this, uh, this got into your life because something wasn't tight, tightened enough. Something wasn't tightened enough. And we just need to put a little more spiritual torque in this area in your life so that a potential loose wire or potential hazard doesn't take place. You know, and, and sometimes we, we look at those people and go, who are you, man, getting all up in my business? I don't need you all up in my electrical panel and my spiritual panel and checking wires and, and turning screws. I don't, I don't need you doing that. I got this. I can do it on my own. I can do it on my own. And that's how we are sometimes, you know. And, and I can. I can turn a screw by myself. I don't have a torque screwdriver. So I wouldn't be able to do it properly, you know. I'm either going to put it too tight or still not tight enough. But, you know, I was okay with letting somebody who was sent by somebody else that said, hey, danger might be lurking. I'm going to send somebody, and he's going to fix it. Make sure that you let screws get spiritually properly torqued in your life by the people that know what they're doing. We don't always see we don't always see it. We don't have the proper tools, the spiritual proper proper tools sometimes to tighten those screws that need to be tightened. We don't. That's why we need each other. We need each other. Anyway, I started out laughing. Now we're ending on a serious note, but let me um, let me end with that. And uh, we got some more interviews coming up, man. I just wanted to jump on this week and do a solo interview. I mean, a solo episode. But love you guys, praying for you guys. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray pray you out. But listen, don't forget to laugh this week. Don't forget to laugh, and don't forget to uh, try to try to find yourself, try to catch yourself obeying a command you know God has already given you before He gives it to you. Obey it anyway, and see what kind of blessings you get. And let me know. Let me know about those blessings. And then don't forget to allow people in your life, your spiritual electricians to come in and torque torque a few screws up so that the danger that could happen won't happen let me pray for you father thank you for this day thank you for thank you for this day august 19th the day that you have made a day that we get a chance to rejoice and be glad in it father thank you for everything you're doing in our lives thank you for dogs that make us laugh thank you for uh thank you for jokes that make us laugh lord we, we know that um Laughter does a heart really good at times. So, Father, I pray that people are cheered up today and, and put, a, put a smile on their face and a laugh in their belly, Lord. Lord, I pray that um, you, you help us all, help us all, Lord, to be like Snowman, my dog, and anticipate the blessing and obey without even hearing the command because we know it's what we're supposed to do. Thank you, Lord. Give us that. Give us that ability Give us that ability to do that. 
Uh, Lord, we thank you for those blessings that you give. We thank you that you make it rain on the on the on the saved and unsaved, and you make it shine on the saved and unsaved. But there's there's certain blessings for us people that have committed a life to you, that that if we obey your commands, we're going to get them. And so, Lord, teach us how to obey those commands even before you command them. Lord, we thank you for these men who wrote in and let us know that they're listening and the the podcast episodes have have impacted their life. Bless all them, Lord. Uh, bless all the units the, that are listening now. Um, Lord, we, we thank you. We thank you for North Texas Giving Day. We thank you for the sponsors that are going to uh, come on board. We thank you for the givers, the donors. The, we thank you for the resource center that we're raising money for. We thank you for our building. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Lord, I pray over the, the week, the weekend, and this next week for everybody. Give them everything they need to get through this day. Lord, I just pray over that person who is uh, isolated right now. And I ask you to uh, bring them out of isolation. Send them an angel. Send them a, an electrician to spiritually torque some of the screws that need to be torqued so they can get out of danger. Lord, I thank you for your, your guardian angels. Thank you for your guardian angels. We need them. No telling how many times that my guardian angel has saved me from, um, from, from, from harm. Thank you, Lord. Give everybody that's listening within the sound of uh, this microphone a great week. Give them, give them blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We'll see you next week. Have a great week, and don't let your background hold you back. Make it pay you back. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Background Check Podcast, brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with a past realize their future. For more information, please visit ForgivenFelons.org. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm J.D. Gum, and this has been Background Check.